0: My new almost neighbor, Mr. Jordan Wahlberger. Jordan. Won't you I be made my up neighbor? Here.
1: Won't you be my neighbor? I thought, that's what I was hoping you were going to say right there. Oh, man.
0: I'm, I'm so tired I didn't even think of anything funny.
1: Well, I'm glad you're here. It's Eddie, it's great to see you. I wish I could see you in person. Not yet. We will make it happen soon enough. Uh, but, guys, you can follow us at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Eddie. Uh, I'm looking at you right now, and um,
0: you're welcome.
1: I'm just gonna let you vent a little bit. I know that you've had a rough day, <sighs> so I, I want to get into your. I want to hear you, Eddie. You are heard. Let, let's let's go. What what's going on?
0: No, rough days, plural. Um, Saturday, my movers were supposed to show up at nine. Okay, so they get there, they clock in about nine twenty. No big deal. Normally, it takes about three hours to move my apartment. Hour to get everything out, drive over, hour to get everything in, you know, middle little extra time, who knows. Jordan, can you guess how long it took these guys to move my apartment? I'm going to say it took 12 hours. It felt like it. It was seven. Okay. Seven hours, a full day's work. They claimed that they had another move that they were supposed to start uh, around noon. I'm like, well, you didn't act like it. 7 hours at 150 bucks an hour. Oh, you're paying by the hour. Yeah. Ooh, yikes. But I had a quote. So, let me tell you, me and the owner, we're having some discussions. So, so 1000 bucks essentially. Yeah. What they tell you it was going to be? Uh, wait, 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 375.
1: All right. So, uh did you cut a check for
0: $1000? Credit card, so I can be disputed later on. Okay. If they don't meet my uh, conditions I, I told the guy i don't want to go full Karen on them but i will do what i have to do and to top it off jordan my lovely comfortable couch is sitting in my garage because they couldn't get it through the doors and upstairs that's a you problem eddie that's a
1: hey you forgot to measure problem that's not a those guys problem but still
0: hey seven hours is different does, than the measuring they're the ones that do the measuring okay so that's the beginning of it jordan Sunday, let's see, uh, trying to set up, got no hot water, that's always fun, Um, AT&T, instead of sending me a technician like I told them to, they sent me the box and said, hey, butthead, uh, just do it yourself, except nothing is like uh, it is in the animations and the uh, directions, get on the phone with the guy, like, oh, you just need this piece, is that in the box? Like, no, it's not in the box. So it took until literally we started this, started this show, take you behind the scenes, Monday night, 9 o'clock, is about the time I finally got my internet working.
1: But now it's working, though. Now you're good. Now it's working. Still no couch. So you couldn't watch TV until Monday
0: night? I was able to uh, connect my uh, HD, my over-the-air antenna. Okay. So you could watch so I ABC. Watching, I could watch, uh, I was watching Laugh. Okay. A little bit of a How I Met Your Mother, a little bit of that 70 show. I may or may not have um, used my phone to pull up uh, to watch Forbidden Door. Okay. I'm AEW. But we'll talk. We won't talk about that. No, we won't. We'll leave that for Stu. But dude, this has been like my moves are always easy. I'm a pro with this. You know, I'm not even like scrounging for boxes. I got like 16, 18 plastic bins. Everything was set to go. These guys were literally making, like, casts with plastic around all my stuff. I'm like, it's a, it's a, it's a chair. It's a bar stool. You don't need it to wrap it in plastic like you're shipping it to, from China, okay? Stick it in the truck. You're, we're going 20 minutes. I mean, we didn't leave my place until well after they normally should have been finishing the second place. It's just all been ridiculous, dude. Good luck. Well, it's, it's like karma for everything else being so easy before with my other moves. I mean, karma for probably also, a lot of reasons. Let's be honest. The guy that I normally use to move is on vacation. So this is your fault, Ted. Well,
1: I mean, let's, let's, let's not name names here, all right? So, <laughs> no, Ted's the good guy. So, so what we're saying, Eddie, is that on, on Saturday, while you're waiting for the move, you could have hooked up your over-the-air antenna, and you could have watched... UFC, no, because they almost ABC. forgot
0: to bring it. They almost forgot to bring in my TV. I'm sitting there, while I'm like, like Hey, man, where well, the hell's my TV? Look at what's still in the truck. Go get that. Did you watch but the while, fights? I did watch them Sunday. Okay, that's fair because I connected to my phone's hotspot to get the TV working. Oh, dude, I had so much time waiting around Saturday that I was able to fully clean my kitchen and bathroom. And bedroom while waiting on these guys.
1: All right. Well, uh, Eddie, I'm I'm sorry that happened. Uh, I was able to watch the fights. I watched it from outside. We were at the in, in, out on the pool. We watched it. Uh, it was a uh, it was an enjoyable time. I really enjoyed uh, Man, watching the fights in the pool. What's that? I hate you. I was I you know what? I was busy. I was that's all. You should it's have just come over. Just why do not you just
0: come over? Uh, but let's talk, Eddie. Hey. It, by see, the way, yes. Can, can I borrow your wife to help me get my apartment in order? My wife, what? Yeah, can I borrow her to help me fix up my apartment? No, not a chance. Uh that's that's definitely not
1: gonna happen. Uh Eddie, just is caring one Jordan. thing for me. Uh Chris Paul to the Warriors. Uh I might have to now cheer for the Warriors if the Clippers are out. Ooh. Might have to cheer what? for the Warriors. I I love What's... I love Chris Paul. So look, first the Spurs, now the Warriors. I know. You were just a fair weather fan. I know. I like uh, I like I like players. It, it's 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 a crazy thing. Let's talk, though. UFC on ABC, Eddie. We heard Joe Rogan before say, "Welcome to the Machida era." Are we just in? Do we just start the Ilya Tapuria era?
0: You mean the Tepurea? Tepurea.
1: I mean, I don't know. It, if it, I don't know if it uh, it, it
0: comes off this. That's not going to catch on, is it?
1: I don't know if it's exactly the same h- how we'd want it, but you know,
0: Tupura?
1: Maybe, maybe that's what we'll go. Uh, Eddie, only twenty six years old, ran through. I mean, ran through. Oh my God. The fifth ranked fighter in featherweight. Uh, the guy's a star. He looks good. good. Josh, he looks the part. He fights the part. It was so impressive to see the way that Ilya Tapuria just fought, right? Uh, it's crazy this fight got a, uh, a, a fight of the night. I understand why Ilya Tapuria got right? Right. A, a bonus. I don't know why Josh Emmett's out here getting bonuses when he got a 50 42 scorecard, a 10 7.
0: Eddie, a 10-7 yeah, that,
1: in the fourth round.
0: That makes no sense. Number one, the referee should have saved him from himself, from himself after the fourth. And number two, Allen versus Silva de- deserved that fight of the night bonus. That was a uh, back I, and, I back and said,
1: forth. I, Well, I think Allen probably definitely deserved a bonus. Uh, yeah. I actually thought that Macy Barber versus Amanda Hebus could have got the bonus as well. That was a fun fight. That was, that was a wild too, yeah. fight. Uh, but I just, you know, Josh Emmett, a 50-44, a 50-42, and a 49-45. It's crazy What's... to think that you're giving that guy who's on the receiving end. And he has a
0: lot of heart. Totally get it. Understand. But. I mean, it must have been the first round because he came out swinging hard. But that, that's got to be it. Yeah.
1: I mean, that was incredible. That, that, that was the one scorecard, right, that someone gave him on. Uh, uh, someone gave him a score the, the first round, Josh Emmett. Uh, but then everything else all the way to Ilya Topuria. So uh, I told you for a while that I have been high on Ilya Topuria. He's one of the guys that I think is, is going to be an up-and-comer. This fight made me feel like, oh, man, you put him up against a Calvin Cater. You put him up a Brian Ortega. I, I don't know if I'm ready to say he can beat Volkanovsky right
0: now. I don't well, know if he's-, he's waiting on Volk. He, he might wait on Volk. He said unless he can get Max Holloway in Spain, which would be really cool. He said he he's willing to wait. Well, I don't even so, know
1: if, if Volk's going to be around, right? Let's say Volk beats Yair Rodriguez in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Does Volk stick around in the division, or does he move up and he try to go back after that one fifty five belt that now to this point has eluded him? That he could have won. He he if the scorecards were different, he he would have won that fight.
0: Well, yeah, if the scorecards were different, yeah. sure. But I mean, that's, that's how it works. But it wasn't but, like
1: it wasn't out of the question. Like he could have won that fight. No, no, like, they it wasn't out of the fight. question.
0: Yeah. But I'd, I'd still rather see. There's a lot of good matchups still left at, at featherweight. Like Ilya Tapura, Tapuria. Yeah,
1: man. So. If, if I was, but if I was uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, I would say, you know what? I'm ready to go up. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> and uh, Il Tsipouria, maybe you will fight Max Holloway or, or the winner of the Korean zombie Max Holloway fight. That would be something mm-hmm. that would be, uh, would be
0: fun to watch. It would be. But uh, I'd, I'd like to see Volk stick around a little bit because versus Volkanovsky would be a classic.
1: No, he is good, man. I was, I was so impressed with just. And his he performance. said he'd be willing to go to Australia too. Uh, he doesn't care. He'll go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. dude is a star. Like the yeah. dude. Do you remember when him and, and Patty Pimblett were going back and forth in the hotel lobby, and people were like, "Oh, you should match up Ilya Topuria against Patty Pimblett." I don't care that it's a different weight class. Ilya Topuria would murder.
0: Yeah, that's not, he would that's not a Would murder Patty Pimblett. Well, it depends on how fat Patty comes in. <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, uh, that's not a good idea. And I feel bad for Emmett too, man, because you know I, I like him, and I was cheering, I was rooting for him to get that interim title shot, you know, and at least he can say he finally got his shot. He did. It didn't work out for him, but I thought he was about to retire at the end. I did.
1: I think. I think. Uh, I think Daniel Cormier also thought he was going to retire right there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then he pulls his gloves off, and just keeps talking, and leaves. So I'm like, oh, um, oh, I thought we were doing a thing here.
1: Yeah. No, that was uh, so. that was crazy. So uh, great fight. Yeah. He says he's going to wait. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he, you know. So he was ranked eighth. Emmett was ranked fifth. So he should take that spot. He should take the fifth spot. I don't know if I think that that win was. Uh, I'm mean, gosh. I think he's so good. I think he's going to be a champion one day. So does he really need to fight someone else? No. But if you want to say a meritocracy and you want to say, hey, you should fight the number three ranked guy as well. Uh, you know. You kind of keep fighting up the, the, the rankings. Maybe he fights Brian Ortega. Uh, maybe he fights a Max Holloway, and, and that gets him to be a number one contender. But, I mean, he he is so good.
0: Yeah, that would be good to see, man. And and it's almost like, I'm not going to say I didn't know about him, but he it's almost like he's come out of nowhere because he hasn't been, like, top of these cards yet. And now that he has, man, whew you're yeah. not gonna forget him.
1: It was great. It was great to see him fight a five round main event to go all the way, but he just dominated. I mean, he he looked fantastic. Uh and, and I think just, you know, going to the co-main event, another fighter who looked fantastic. She's now won five in a row. Uh Macy Barber, uh, she may not be, you know, the youngest champion ever. Uh, she's not gonna beat John Jones' record. But this was a great win for for Macy Barber. Uh, to defeat someone who was ranked higher than her and to do it the
0: way she did it. Yeah, I was really surprised. Just you know, you see Amanda Hibbs, and you think back to what she's done, and you don't think she's gonna get finished like that. Well, first off, you don't really think she's gonna get finished, but now it's two finishes in a row. That's that's surprising, and then just this, ooh, this is this way, this bloody beat up way. I mean, that was shocking. Yeah, it's cool to watch, but it was shocking.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the great, great win for her. Obviously, she wants Alex, Alexa Grasso. She fought her back in, in February 2021. Uh, hold your horses. You're probably not there yet. You're going to get in the top 10 here. And uh, there's lots of other fights for you. Uh, you mentioned Brandon Allen earlier. He defeated Bruno Silva by first-round sub. Uh, great win. Really looks good. Out here calling out uh, Israel Asanya? Probably yeah. not
0: there yet. Hey, man. He says he's ready. He says he's ready to headline.
1: Uh, I don't think so. I mean, maybe a headline of card. He said he won a headline a card in Louisiana unless Dustin uh-huh. Poirier was on there. Um but yeah, I don't know if he's ready yet. David Onama, he did the uh the Izzy uh celebration, the shooting arrows. Yeah, the
0: uh, arrow thing, I, yeah. I don't know if that's
1: yeah. that's a thing that we should be doing. Uh Justin Toffa. I think he went more arrows. Yes. Yeah. Uh Justin Toffa got his eyes just
0: I mean, just poked oh my God, to dude, death. That that was like the worst eye poke I've ever seen. I've never seen someone bleeding from the eye before.
1: Yeah, that was that was gross. Let's just be honest. And yeah,
0: and they said so they're like, oh, can he fight? I don't know. No. Yeah, no, you shouldn't have got there. Uh, what else? What else stood out Rick to Blair you? Ric would have been proud of that eye poke, I just wanted to say. Yeah. Um, what else? Dude, um, I might be in love with Sabatha Ricci. I mean, who could blame me? But also, she won her fourth straight. So, uh, she'll be uh, moving up the rankings. Uh, Matus Rubezki. Did you see that fight, dude? I mean, leg kicks from hell. He looks for real. A little, uh, build like a little bulldog guy, um, Neil Magny, still out here doing Neil Magny things, gatekeeping like an MFR. um, just, uh, welterweight, uh, wins record, just rising and rising. I mean, and the funny thing is, is like he was fighting his clone. Yeah. That was ridiculous to see. I'm like, wait, which, wait, wait, turn around, turn around, which one? Okay. Yeah. Neil what?
1: Magny doing Neil Magny things.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: All right, Eddie, let's jump over. Let's talk PFL 6. You had in the main event, uh, Olivier Abon-Mercier. He defeated Anthony Romero. Third round KO, knee, uh, Sabu Dosai versus Shane Mitchell. That spinning wheel kick
0: was nasty. That was the most nonchalant head kick knockout you'll ever see in your life. Yeah. He just kind of throws it out of nowhere, walks away like he just, you know, threw a little paper on someone's porch.
1: Yeah, that one was crazy. Uh you got Shane Burgos getting the decision win. Magomed Magomed Karimov, uh, Magomed Umolatov, and uh, and Clay Collard uh defeating a retiring Stevie Ray Eddie. But the yeah, largest You wouldn't know it, but there were some great finishes yeah.
0: on this card. Yeah.
1: The largest drama of the night was uh Natan Schulte, he defeats uh Rausch Manfio in a terrible fight. Let's just say call it what it is. It was a terrible fight, uh, but it was a win nevertheless. And the win gave Schulte six points. Uh he was now 2-0 and and uh, locked in his spot for the playoffs. And so they said that on on the broadcast that he had made the playoffs. And then on Saturday, the PFL put out a release uh, suspending Schulte and Manfio for the remainder of the season. This is what it said. It said, last night, Natan Schulte and Roush Manfio did not meet the standards which all PFL fighters agree to hold up in competition. All fighters in their PFL fight agreements agree to use their best efforts, skills, and abilities as a professional athlete to compete and defeat any opponent. And... It said that they were clear. So if you looked on the rankings now, Schulte is now one and one. He only has three points and Burgos jumped into the playoffs. So they suspended them from the playoffs. They removed the win. Uh, I don't know if you saw on Monday. I went back and forth with Nathan Schulte on Twitter just asking oh, him. You? So, hey, so the Georgia Commission, they did not cancel. The, they, it's They didn't overturn it, but the PFL did overturn it. So, PFL, this this is a clown show. Uh, you talk a big game about how you're a fighter-first organization, but get out of here. Uh, you saw an opportunity to put your newest acquisition from the USC, who missed the playoffs, by the way, and they took advantage of it. But, by the way, Eddie, why did he miss the playoffs? Because of bad matchmaking in the first place, they put Shane Burgos up against the champion OAM in the first fight in the division in the playoffs. So going back to Schulte versus Manfield, it was a bad fight, uh, and neither fighter really went for damage. Uh, but this was not the finals. This wasn't the play. This was the playoffs, right? And it was a round robin fight that the matchmakers made. Regular season, they yeah. could have put them up against anybody, and it was public knowledge to them that. Those two are best friends. They are exclusive training partners. Natan is even the godfather of Haush's daughters. Uh, They know each other's styles. They know everything about them. Yet the PFL still put them up against each other. And now they're upset. Now they're upset that that's the way the fight went. When you had the opportunity to move it there. And and so they took him out. And so now Natan Schulte, a two-time champion, is now out of the tournament and now has the opportunity to not win a million dollars. Now, Nathan Schulte, he went to Twitter to plead his case, even engage Francis Ngannou, who, if you remember, Francis Ngannou is now on the PFL's Global Athlete Advisory Board. He's a minority That's right. equity owner. So Francis, as a Global Athlete Advisory member on the board, you do have a responsibility now to speak out, to talk about it. You better say something, because this is an absolute clown show from the leadership of the PFL.
0: Take a breath, Jordan. Whew. Love it. Um, but you're right. Um, what happened to fighters first? This is some clown show UFC stuff right here. You know? Um, and I doubt Francis can do much of anything by himself, but we at least need to hear something from him. You know, he's like the only fighter out there with a the real voice, a seat at the table with the ownership and man- management. So he needs to, at least needs to say something. Contract sign, you're getting all your money. You need to speak out.
1: Totally agree. And it was a great night, man. It was, it's a bummer that that's what we have to see coming out of it, and it's a bummer for Shane Burgos because he is going to be brapped in this, right? Like, if he's, let's say he
0: wins, he wins, but he really didn't make the tournament in the first place, right? And I'm like, if you want to send, a, you know, send a message to people, make an example out of somebody, you find them, maybe tell you them, know? tell them um, afterwards, tell everybody afterwards. Yeah, you tell them we're docking your purse fifty percent because this fight was horrible. Um, you tell them um, we're not going to let you go into this the season next year or something. I I don't know something else. I don't. Eddie, you don't I, just I don't, change the results. I don't
1: know if you saw the payouts though, Eddie. Uh, that would be pretty devastating to some of the people. Some of the guys on this fight card only made three thousand dollars to fight three thousand dollars. So a quarter of what the entry level fighter in the UFC makes. So maybe they spend all that money on uh, on Francis and, and they can't pay everybody now.
0: Oh <laughs> please, um. But still, man, it's, it, it's really messed up. You, don't, you never see in the NFL if the Cowboys and the Rams play and you know the quarterbacks hurt, so they're just running it the whole time. No one says, oh, this game sucked. We're going to change the outcome. No one's making the playoffs. Well, they didn't, they didn't strip Carla
1: Sparza after she beat Rose because it was an inactive fight where no one really engaged.
0: Yeah, well, exactly. You know, uh, Anderson Silva's had a couple stinkers. You know, even Francis has had a stinker. Yeah, I was there. With Derek Lewis. So he should understand. But also, PFL, your matchmaking sucks. You should know better than, number one, to put your new acquisition against a champion. First off, right out of the gate. You want that to be later on in the playoffs, at least. And secondly, guys talk all the time about how they don't want to fight their friends. All the time. These guys are more than friends. And everyone knew it. Not in a weird way, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Like They're like brothers, okay? Yeah. And, well, brothers fight. I know I've had a few. You've had a few. You don't want to do it, and especially this way. Yeah. And especially when you know you, you could cost the other one a ton of money. So, you're stupid. And then you put stupid on top of stupid. I don't love it, Eddie. All right, let's quickly, let's go through uh, Ryzen
1: and uh, and 1FC. Uh Eddie, just tell us what we need to know from each of these.
0: Uh, Jordan, I was moving, so I have no idea what happened in one. Uh, I know in Ryzen, holy cow, did you see that Minoru Kimura knockout? I did, man. He was just standing outright then. Just knocked out on the screen. Literally like he was hugging the air. And then just fell on his face. I know, I was that gonna, was amazing. At,
1: at one, I was going to tell you that Anatoly Malekin defeated Arjun Buller to become the heavyweight champion. That was a, uh, Ooh, he, he, okay. it was a great win. It was a great win for uh, Malekin. And then over at BKFC nice. on Friday yet Luis Palomino, he defeated James Lilly, uh, defended his BKFC World Lightweight Championship. He wants big names. He calls out Mike Perry, calls out Eddie Alvarez, Jose Aldo, Jeremy Stevens. He is 42.
0: I actually did see that fight. I got into it right about the third round. Friday night while I was cleaning so that was good and Pelomino was always fun to watch man. Nice. I hope he gets one of those big fights. Nice.
1: Alright Eddie that is a little bit of BKFC, Ryzen 1, PFL and UFC. Guys you're listening to Fight Night right here on 104.9 The Horn. HornFM.com We will be right back.
0: It's What's Up With That Woke up this morning and I got out of bed. Had a big up Coffee to clear my head Been home for a while and That's where I'm at But we can
1: still jam on What's up with that Ooh-wee What's up with that What's up with that Ooh-wee What's up with that What's up with that What's up With that
0: Welcome back to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn and HornFM.com. I'm Eddie, that's Jordan. And Jordan, did I hear that the writer strike is over? Is it? That is news to me. That doesn't mean we're going to get some episodes uh, in the meantime,
1: but... Yeah, probably not of SNL now. No, no they're, they're done. They're not coming back. We're not, we're not getting that, uh, that piece back for us, Eddie.
0: I'm not going to miss the uh, Pete Davidson thing, but I do miss SNL just in general.
1: I just assumed that it was going to be a bunch of Pete Davidson like doing Taco Bell commercials over and over again. I thought that's what we were going to get, so I'm not sure exactly at the end of the day what's going to happen here.
0: And you know what? That's what we deserve because, Jordan, aside from all the crap this past weekend, I hate my life for the fact that I just have to talk about this, and this is the kind of world we live in with Pete Davidson commercials and the gimmickiest of gimmick fights. Dana White is throwing it out there like it's a real thing. And the fact that we have to talk about it makes me want to slap myself. But I have to say this. Jordan, what's up with that?
1: Eddie, I'll tell you right now, you know what's crazy? Is I actually had someone bring this up to me this weekend. Someone asked me about this and like, am I excited for this to happen? And obviously yeah, people ask me about it at work. I said, no, no, I'm not. So obviously we're talking right now, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, from Facebook versus Twitters, Elon Musk, uh, they went back and forth on Twitter. Uh, Musk said, Hey, i would be up for a cage match. If he is LOL, uh, Mark Zuckerberg responds, says, send me location. Uh, that's, you know, a shout out to Khabib, uh, Eddie, why are we, why is this happening? And then Dana White takes it to another level says, Hey, I talked to both guys. They're in, they want to do it. This is a fight. That could happen. That's not what I want to hear. I don't want to hear Dana White say that this could happen, uh, telling that uh, they're both interested, that they both – and also, it would be the biggest fight ever. He defended the fight saying that this is not a gimmick fight. Oh, God. So this – This is not a gimmick fight. This is what he quoted. So he said this is what a gimmick fight is. He says, this isn't a gimmick fight. Gimmick is MMA guys doing boxing and getting beat. A gimmick. We have seen it already and know how it ends. This is a fight between two of the most powerful, richest guys in the world. Who will win? Question mark. Who has seen this before? Nobody. It's a crossover fight that literally everyone will watch. I want to address this, though. Dana says that we have never seen this before. He says, who has seen this before? If you go online right now and you search bad fights, (laughs) Guess what? You're going to see what this fight looks like. This is yeah. not going to be a good fight. We talked, Eddie, we talked about Natan Schulte uh, and, uh, and, and Manfio
0: last last round.
1: Yeah. This yeah. would be
0: worse. I was going to ask this you that. This would be worse than this fight. When's the last time you think either one of them got punched in the face? Punched in the face? I mean, let's be honest.
1: I do know that uh, I, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is training BJJ. Yeah, Eddie, so he's
0: probably taken a couple legs and arms to the face accidentally. He, I
1: trained BJJ. I am not a high-level fighter, right? I did train BAG. I, I, don't, I don't want to say that I train right now. I did. I have previously multiple times. Uh, I'm a third-stripe third white belt. Okay. But Mark Zuckerberg. I'm the whitest of white belts. Probably could beat me, which is fine. But give me a break. Like, this is not something that should happen. And so my friend's like, you know, I'm like, would you watch this? He's like, absolutely. I said, how much would you pay to watch this? And he was like, $500. I said, what are you talking about? Who said that? I, how Ryan? What are you thinking? Like, how is this even like a thing that? Okay, you would if watch this was this, in person, maybe you in slap person. Him. Well, I was in person. Sl- I said this is never going to happen. These are not two guys that we're going to see fight. This is a gimm- This is a, the gimmicky of all gimmicks, right? So Dana, I know you said that this is, uh, you know, this is not a gimmick fight. This is a gimmick fight. We know how bad fights look. This would be a bad fight.
0: I'd rather see uh, Masvidal's street fights from Miami back in the day. Okay, at least those were actual tough guys, or at least thought they were tough guys who had been in a scrap before. These are a couple of nerds who... Well, actually, Zuckerberg's just out there living life. Elon is... First up. Zuckerberg's, so bad. Zuckerberg's a nerd. Don't, don't, try yes. to, don't try to qualify that he's not a nerd. He's a oh, nerd. Oh, no, he's definitely a nerd. Yeah. He's not out here trying to be the cool guy. Elon... Mr. Emerald Mine, born with a silver spoon in my mouth, wants so badly to be liked by the dude bros and incels on Twitter that he'll just agree to whatever. And that's where we are now. They're like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. (laughs) Yeah, I'll do it. And that's basically his ego is what got him into Twitter in the first place, talking trash with his thumbs. And then Twitter called his bluff, and he tried to back out, and he couldn't. Had to go to the Saudis to get extra capital because he didn't just have forty four billion sitting around.
1: Is is it interesting that either who which fighters are going to who, who's offering to train who on this? Have you noticed that?
0: It is weird that GSP just stuck his nose in it.
1: John Jones but out there saying he'll trade Zuck.
0: That, that that doesn't surprise me. That John Jones stuck his nose in it because you know he's all over Twitter all the time. Oh, I, I thought, stuff. oh
1: man, I thought you just set yourself up because John Jones sticks his nose in a lot of things. <laughs>
0: No, he sticks things in his nose. That's the true. Other way around, Jordan. Allegedly, no, and G- GSP coming out of nowhere—that one—that did surprise me. Figured it would have been someone like uh, Chael or Jake Shields or something. But actually, at least GSP will teach him how to throw a punch and a kick. Those two will just uh, teach him how to lay on someone.
1: I'm just sad. I'm just sad that this is happening.
0: Uh, yeah, really. It's all just like a shameless money grab by the UFC, uh, added in with Dana sucking up to billionaires just because. He's also a Twitter dude, bro. And he's like literally a 4chan troll come to life. But look, as much blame as I put at Dana White's feet, I also blame Conor and Stipe. If Conor McGregor and Stipe Miocic had agreed to fights and the UFC had a couple mega fights to promote this year, Dana wouldn't be out here in these streets chasing dollars like a Vegas bunny. So,
1: So let's be clear that you're not saying that they should have agreed to fight each other. Because that would not be good. Connor no. fighting Stipe would not be a good thing. No, no, uh, that no. that is the gimmick fight. So you're saying <laughs> Connor, who we know, well, at least we think, right? From all the understandings that we have, is that Connor did not make his his USADA deadline, right? Where he right. gave his first test, where he entered it. You now, he, granted, he's got a few other things going on, uh, but he didn't make that that deadline of you know inserting that first test and giving that first test, and so he's not eligible. We don't believe to fight this year. So you're saying right. that's without a that's, waiver. The other one that you're saying is Stipe fighting at uh, at MSG in November against John Jones. Had those yes. fights not happened. So I don't know. I don't know I'm, if that's the issue, actually, because on Monday. But I'm saying
0: if the UFC was focused on promoting their own normal fights, they wouldn't be out here doing stupid things. It's like when you've got a beautiful wife at home, Jordan, you're not out here in the bars chasing I'm not going to say the H-word. Don't say don't, say don't I, hope, I don't you know. But you know what I mean. I don't know what the H-word not is, but that's not fine. Now that there's a chase and tail. Okay. Yes.
1: Okay. Uh, Eddie, good news is, is that on Monday, Chael Sonnen, he told Errol Hawani that Mark Zuckerberg no, his nose confirmed to him that he's agreed to the fight and it's happening at UFC 300. So middle of next year. Could you imagine? I mean, you got Jim Miller on the card. Jim Miller and... <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg fighting in the main event. Isn't, that's just, that's disrespectful.
0: Let's be honest. Now, I believe Zuckerberg would agree to it in a heartbeat, but I do not believe until he walks into the cage that Elon Musk will actually get in there and fight. Because this whole thing is trying to look like the cool, tough guy online. And when he goes out there and gets tapped out by the nerdiest of nerds, I mean, that, that whole thing's going to take a hit. His ego can't afford that.
1: Eddie, I mean, the good news is, uh, through all of this, I now know what to get you for Christmas. I'll be getting you the Zuckerberg versus Musk uh, <laughs> UFC t-shirt. Did you see that?
0: I did. And the sad thing is I believe you do it to me. For you, I
1: would do that. I would do that. That would be the best. So,
0: Oh, I hate my life, man. Oh, sometimes I just want to Eddie, stick my, stick my head in the oven. There's already odds no, on I'm this kidding. fight. There's already odds on this fight. How much? What would you think? What, what would you guess is the odds? Who's the um, favorite? Zuckerberg minus a thousand.
1: Not not quite that much. It's Zuckerberg minus five hundred. So he does open up as a big favorite here.
0: Okay, so if I put twenty bucks on Zuck, I would get back. Can we just what, say five? Can
1: we, can we just say hundred dollars? Let's let's make it e- easy for us.
0: Look, man, we're not all over, here like. I,
1: I but I can't uh, but I can't figure it out. Right? I don't know. I don't know if it's twenty dollars. <laughs> I, I need you to make okay, it easy. Okay,
0: Okay. Divide by five. George. Yeah. All right. If I put a hundred bucks on Zuckerberg. You're getting 20. <laughs> so it's not worth it. Yeah, All right. No.
1: Although, right, no. although did you see the people that were like, put the money on like Wembenyama to go first last week? Oh yeah. Some guy won like six bucks. Yes. Or something. Yes. He bet like a thousand dollars and he won like six dollars.
0: And he just wants to uh, uh, hang that ticket on the wall, frame it and. Yeah. But, dude, I'm, I'm excited. You see all the old ladies and stuff out there greeting Wimbanyana at the airport?
1: No, but I'm excited, too. I mean, I went to a lot of Spurs games last year, and I, you don't know who they are, right? You're, you're not really into like who the Spurs have on the team. I'm excited. Well, not last year because yeah. I
0: expected them to tank. I, for yeah, this,
1: I this this like reason. Devin Vassell. I like Jeremy Sohan. I like Keldon Johnson. Uh, I like Trey Jones. And, and that's coming from someone who hated the Spurs growing up, hated them. How dare you? But it's not, it's not the worst, I'll be honest. I'm excited. Hey. I want to see him versus Chet Holmberg. I think that'll be fun.
0: Yeah, I'm excited too. All right, Jordan, speaking of gimmicks, there is a rumor about who might come in to fight for the UFC Bantamweight title on the women's side since Amanda Nunes retired. What's up with that?
1: And did you know who, where I'm going to go with this one? Blanchfield? No. Okay, good. I mean, Blanchfield wouldn't be as big of a gimmick. But, Eddie, with Amanda Nunes retiring from the UFC and vacating her belts, there are talks in the UFC that a current WWE tag team champion oh, could I be making a return. That. Ronda Rousey coming back and stepping into a title fight, an undeserved title fight by all means. John Annick. UFC commentator, best commentator in the world right now. He spoke with MMA Fighting, and he did talk about it was a possibility. He didn't believe that – no, she had merit, that she didn't deserve it, but there was definitely a possibility.
0: Now, uh, is he saying it's a possibility because he's talked to her, or he's just saying it's a possibility because he knows uh, it would get Dana's uh, – the arms I, I don't own. believe that Dana's he said –
1: I don't think he confirmed that it was a possibility – of her coming in, there are other rumors that are out there that that the UFC is in talks about Ronda Rousey making a comeback. So he just someone asked him about it, and he said, uh, "Well, she probably doesn't deserve it. It would probably be the right time to do it. Uh, maybe she comes in, and and she knows she would not deserve, uh, you know, jumping over anyone uh, for that because obviously we haven't seen her since uh, you know she lost to Amanda Nunes in under a minute at UFC 207. That was back in 2016, but." He did say that, you know, he could see that happening. And could you imagine her stepping in against Raquel Pennington or Juliana Pena?
0: No. Uh, so basically what they're saying is someone in the break room at the UFC headquarters said, hey, hey wouldn't it be cool if Ronda came back and fought for the title? And now it's people in the UFC are discussing. Yeah. I'm like, man, come on. After the way Ronda left and was ceremoniously booted out and how much she hated everything about it and how successful she is now in the, and after having a kid. There's no way she's going back. I'm just to saying. UFC. Who
1: owns the WWE now? Endeavor. Who owns the UFC? Endeavor. Who probably still actually has a contract? Who has a contract right now with the UFC? Probably. If she was able to fight, she had to fight only in one place. She probably has fights left on her contract. To be honest.
0: Probably. But is she going to fight? I put that even. I put that up there with Elon stepping in the cage. Well, she did say
1: that a while ago that chances were slim to none that she would come back. But yeah, Eddie. She did say, she did say that she would come back for one person. Now I know Dana White. I mean, I, I I don't even want to say this, Eddie, because I mean, I know Dana White doesn't talk about gimmick fights, right? And I, I know that. Right? <laughs> oh, no, so Dana doesn't he talk doesn't about do gimmicks. that. But she said that she'd come back against Gina Carano. What if what if we keep the featherweight division alive and they fight in the featherweight title?
0: Or they fight to close it out. Sure. At UFC 300. Yes. Musk,
1: Zuckerberg, Carano, Rousey, Jim Miller. I mean, it's just a great card right there.
0: You know, they talk about silly season in sports. It's the middle of the summer. We're in it. You know who I bet is really kicking himself, though? That Barstool guy? What's his name? Dave something? Dave Portnoy? Don't don't they have, like, a fight uh, thing? Rough and round? Uh, there, there you go. He is really kicking himself that he didn't jump on to the Elon Zuckerberg thing first. I mean, Dana would have trumped him still. Yes. But... He at least made some noise.
1: You know, UFC's bigger than that, so I, I, I think I see that. Eddie, let me hit you with some new fights, though. So we, we've talked about nonsense. Now it's time to not talk about nonsense, right? UFC... What, what? Do you know our brand? UFC Nashville, <laughs> August 5th, Verna Jandaroba was supposed to fight Tatiana Suarez. Mm-hmm. Now, I love this fight so much more. Tatiana Suarez is fighting Jessica Andrade. That's, oh, a, yeah. that's a great fight. That's a huge, oh, huge yeah. step up. And that's awesome. I love that fight. Uh, in Boston, your you got Henry Cejudo versus Marlon Vera, and oh, 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 yeah. and Rob Font versus Song Yudong. This is in addition to Aljamain Sterling and Sean O'Malley. This is like a a bantamweight like Grand Prix going on. Grand there. Prix, yeah, fantastic. Uh, UFC Singapore, you got Anthony Smith versus Ryan Span two. You got Talia Santos versus Aaron Blanchfield. So you, you talked about Ooh. Blanchfield. She talked about going up. This fight was actually supposed to happen earlier this year. It did not. Uh, Santos had to pull out the week before, and uh, and now this fight is is hopefully going to happen uh, right now. So let's uh, let's make that happen. I, I can't, can't wait. Uh, also, week. also go. you got uh, Chidi Nojikawani versus Michael Olajechik, and you got JJ Aldrich versus Liang Na, and then at Paris you got Azamat Merzakana versus Volkan Ozdemir, and then Eddie coming back, you have oh. Mano Fierro versus Rose Namajunas, and Rose is actually moving up. What do you think of this move for Rose, coming back and moving up?
0: Uh, I love that she's coming back, and the thing about Rose is she wouldn't come back if she wasn't ready. You know, she takes her mental health very seriously, and we know that like, when I went to the premiere of her, of her movie, uh, Thug Rose, here at the Austin Film Festival, um, it was up in the air whether or not she would come back. And that was, what, last summer? Man, been a long time. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's first of all, like I said, you know, she'll be re- more ready mentally. And the fact that, you know, Rose has been around a while. She's getting a little older, probably a little harder to make one fifteen, and who knows in all this time off, maybe she's been, um, packing on some, uh, some muscle. So I'm looking forward to it. And it's cool that Paris gets that because that could, um, uh, it's not going to main event, but it could if, if necessary.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a great one. Uh, just a couple other ones. Uh, UFC 293, Manel Kopp versus Kaikar, France. Uh, and then UFC Fight Night, September 16th. Not a pay-per-view as of right Deci-seis. now. The 16th. The de 16th of September. It is going to be the champion, Alexa Grasso, versus the challenger, Valentina Shevchenko. Going to be Ooh. in Vegas. I think it's at T-Mobile. Going up against Canelo, though. Wow. Alexa, going off. I'm not sure what's happening. Alexa, please stop. Did you hear her talking about Canelo right there?
0: Oh my god, this is why I don't have one of those in my home, dude. That's just creepy. They're always listening.
1: Guys, we're keeping it's bad that in. The cell phones are listening. That's not going anywhere. That's that's staying in. Also on the fight card, Chris oh, yeah, Curtis in. versus Anthony Hernandez that evening. Uh,
0: but yeah, the um, first off, having a title fight on a fight night is uh, reminiscent of old days. Yeah, it's unexpected, but the fact that it's on DC says. And you've got a Mexican champion on Mexican Independence Day. That's awesome. Uh, and going up against Canelo, um, I suggest you uh, have it a little bit earlier. Because <laughs> Canelo versus Charlo, dude. What's the chance, Eddie,
1: that, that Canelo's going to sit and wait, just like uh, he did for
0: uh, Nate Diaz and Jorge uh, Masvidal? Not all? a chance in hell. Yeah, I don't think so either.
1: This one this one, we not not wait for.
0: Yeah, this Canelo wouldn't wait for Nader and Masvidal either now.
1: All right, guys. That is What's Up With That. That is New Fights. Guys, you're listening to Fight Night right here on 104.9 The Horn. Hornfm.com. We will be right back. Until next time. Hey, 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 hey. What's up with that? What's up with that? Welcome back to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com. That's Eddie. I'm Jordan. You can find us at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Eddie, the UFC is back this week at the apex. They're coming back from Jacksonville, and they're coming up with a middleweight main event that could have, Eddie, it could have title implications only if. Kevin uh, or uh, uh, Robert Whitaker and Derrick Joyce can't go but you got Sean Stra- Strickland versus Abu Supyan Magomedov in the main event uh, Magomedov for you to say is 25 and 4 uh, he's only had one fight in the UFC he beat Dustin Stolfus uh, TKO first round That was back at UFC Fight Night 209 uh, in Who is France. he replacing? So he's not replacing anybody at all This was actually named Dana White came out They just cannot find a guy to fight him He is a uh, He actually defeated Sadabo Sai Back in the uh, in the playoffs In the Professional Fighters League That was a couple of years ago uh, But this is a He's a tough fighter He's a good fighter uh, and, and you got Sean Strickland out there Just saying I'll find anybody
0: yeah, he is crazy. He yeah. will fight anybody.
1: Yeah. Uh, co-main event. I know you're not going to say it's a co-main event, but you got Damir Ismagulov versus Grant Dawson. Uh, Damir, I mean, no, he had a, a, a great record. He was 24-1 and until he fought... Armin Saruki and Armasaruki fought last week. That's a, he's a great fighter. Grant Dawson, uh, another up-and-comer. He's 19 and 1. Uh, so you got some good, I mean, just good up-and-comers on this fight card. Max Griffin versus Michael Morales. Arian Ilipsky uh, versus Melissa Gatto. Uh, Eddie, but there's there's a glaring, a glaring miss here on this fight card. Tell me Isn't what it is. This?
0: Kevin Lee, the best known fighter on the card, is topping the prelims. And I know you say, oh, what's. Yeah, they're both on ESPN and ESPN Plus. There really aren't prelims. <clears throat> that makes it worse. He's the best known fighter on the card. He should at least be, you know, "quote unquote" co-main uh, position. I mean, he
1: is fighting Green. Not. Uh, I'm not even gonna try to say his last name. Fakradinov. Uh, But I don't know. I don't even know who that is. So I, I mean, gotta, I don't
0: know who this Dism- Demir Ismagulov you is. You should. Even. You should.
1: That they've. He has been fighting on in the UFC. That's on you, uh, Eddie. Uh, you also got BKFC 46 uh, Newcastle. And uh, there's a little bit of boxing as well, uh, so that is good. But Eddie, uh, you mentioned oh, yeah. it before. Marshall. Forbidden Door is happening or happened last week. Sports guys talking wrestling coming up next. Talking about uh, you know AEW WWE Versus guys. New Japan, yeah. We are so proud to be the MMA show of Texas. Uh, tell your friends. Follow us at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, and have a great day. Thanks so much for listening.
0: Hey, keep safe, be nice to each other, stay positive, and love your life. And if we ever didn't thank you, let us do it now. Happy trails to you, till we meet again.